I was reading my Bible on Monday because I do do that daily, but I was reading it on Monday and oh, I was just blown away. I've been in the book of Jeremiah and I don't know if you've read the book of Jeremiah, but Jeremiah was a prophet and he had to prophesy and speak words to people who did not want to hear them, what he was saying. And, and, and because of that, God says, well, I'm going to kill them. Like I'm going to disease them. I'm going to give them pestilence and all this. I'm going to wipe them off. Oh, it's just like nuts. The whole book is like this. And it seems like it's like, whoa, doom and gloom for those people because they are not listening to God. And even though they want Jeremiah to say something, uh, you know, like tell us some good stuff, well, no, he's speaking the word of God. He will only speak what God tells him to say. That's what prophecy is about, speaking the word of God. So then I got to uh, Jeremiah 17, and this scripture just lit up to me. When you're reading your Bible, and if it doesn't happen to you often, pray before you read and ask the Holy Spirit to come and show you and light up words to you. So in Jeremiah 17, 7, I got to, and I mean it, it's like jumped off the page. It was, uh, be uh, blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. It leaves, uh, its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. Now that just really grabbed me. I mean, so much so. I like, I'm writing stuff in, in the side there, but I write about what I think. I do my soap in my Bible where, wherever I find what lights up to me. It like, and that scripture lit up to me, but what happened? It lit up to me because it reminded me of Psalm 1. Because in Psalm 1, it also talks about a tree by the rivers of water. And before that, it talks about those who delight in the law of the Lord and meditate on his word daily. And it was just so, I thought, oh, I'm loving this. I'm loving this. And this one, it says, it does not fear when heat comes. I like that because do you know what? In life, heat comes. It just comes. There's nothing. <laughs> it comes, but you do not fear. When you put your confidence in the Lord, you do not fear. And its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought. In the last couple of years, for some people, it's been a bit of a year of drought. It's been weird. It's been dry. It's been things that you've wanted to do you haven't been able to do, things that you may have wanted to start you haven't been able to start. But in here, it talks about uh, it has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. So even in a drought you can bear fruit. Even in a drought, you can do the things that you want to do. You might have to find a different way to do that. Now, I was so taken by this. So I've written notes in my journal, but I've got them in my Bible. And then I have an appointment with, a, with an intern that morning. So it's, I sit down. He comes in with this mug. Blessed are those who trust in the Lord and I'm and I made the Lord their hope and confidence, Jeremiah 17, 7. Boom, and you might think like, what? Are you joking? How does that happen? Here is my scripture for the day. But, you know, this actually happens all the time. Is it a coincidence? No, it is not. It is a God incidence because when you put yourself in the word of God, he will lead you. When you put yourself around like-minded people, he will lead you. He will speak to you. I could, I've read the Bible lots of times, watched a movie, and that scripture's come up in the movie because God wants to speak to me. But he wanted to speak to me about that, but he also wanted to speak to this young man about it. In fact, I found out that his mother wrote that scripture 
uh, Jeremiah 17, 7 and 8 in his birthday card two weeks ago. So boom, you think like, what is going on? But isn't that amazing? But this is how exciting it is to follow God, a God who loves you, a God who wants to speak to you. That he, like, it just makes me so hungry to read the Word of God. I mean, why wouldn't you? If you want to know answers, read the Bible. If you want a prophecy, read the Bible. If you want to be excited about God, read the Bible. I love that. So tonight, we're actually going to be talking about declaring the Word of God, declaring His Word. You see, God's Word creates. The Word of God has creative powers. And as we declare those words in faith, over time, those words actually create. And you know, it doesn't have anything to do with how you feel. Our relationship with God is not based uh, and judged on feelings. I could be feeling awful and uninspired and sick, but it doesn't change the authenticity of the word of God that I declare. God's word still works at the right time, despite my feelings. You understand that? And that's such an important thing. It doesn't matter how you feel. The word of God is truth. The word of God is light. The word of God is life. It is. And you might not have a relationship with God at all tonight, and that's okay. Like, I'll give you an opportunity a little bit later. Because God, he loves you. He wants you to know him because he wants the best for you. So my first thing is about meditating on the word of God. Oh, boy. Meditating on the word of God. In Joshua 1.8, it says, Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night, so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. It says study the book of instruction continually. So we should be reading our Bible every day. And I know that I've had periods uh, in my Christian walk where, oh man, I just haven't felt like reading the Bible. But when I feel like that, I force myself to. I force myself to not only read it, I find something that will make me do it. Like it might be going to a Bible study group or it might be going to Bible college because I'm then forced to actually do it. And, and I did do Bible college, not because I felt forced, but I knew that I needed to go to another level in the Word of God at the time. And I was sitting in here, actually, I was sitting in here, and I heard someone speak about it from the front Bible college, and I thought, I, well, actually, I didn't think. I just felt the whisper of wisdom from God saying, that's you. It was just that simple. It's that you. That's you. And I knew that I needed to do Bible college. It was one of the best things that I could have done. I had no idea, you know, how they talk about uh, big doors swing on small hinges. I did not realize that what, what a big door that was actually going to open for me. I wouldn't actually be standing up here if I hadn't done Bible college. But that's not the reason why I did Bible college. The reason I did it is because I wanted to know God better and I wanted to make him known. And out of that, and out of doing Bible college, but it was so exciting, I loved it. I love Bible college because you get together with like-minded people, and you learn so much, Just not, not just from the Bible study, but you learn from the other people, different ways of thinking, different thoughts they have. You think, wow, that's so dumb. No, you don't think that. You just think like, wow, I never thought of that. <laughs> but it's true. It, it opens your mind to the word and how other people think. It's just incredible like that. 
So uh, you might thinking, you might have right now be thinking, you know what? That's me. I need to not force myself, but I need. I want to be hungry for the Word of God. I want to do Bible college. And guess what? You can. Yeah, it starts on the 8th of February. You can do that. You, you've got probably got a little leaflet on your seat. So if that is you, like, come and talk to me, see someone afterwards. But Bible college, I recommend it. I recommend it. You'll, you'll know God better, but you'll know you better. That's even better. So anyway, meditating on the Word of God. It says, so study the book, meditate on it day and night. So I've got a little picture. This is one of my declaration boards that I use when I pray. <laughs> I know, I know, Jesus with the crowns, like, you know, like, isn't that cool? But it's got scripture, it's all scripture. There's the scriptures that, oh, I think that might have been 2020, that one. Like, it's the one that, that was my word for the year was saw. That's Jesus in the heart. <laughs> Just in case you're thinking, who's Jay? Who's Jay? Oh, yeah, no, Jesus, Jesus. So, but... Those scriptures there, so I have this in where I pray. And when I'm praying, I don't pray them all every day. Sometimes I do. I'm just feeling in the mood. But I start, I start praying. But I don't only just pray these. I memorize them. One by one, I memorize them because they're on the inside of me. So when I start praying, off I go. They're in me. And I just, so yeah, that was 2020s. But I use that because they were the things that lit up to me right before I did my 2021. Like Jeremiah um, 17, 7 and 8 is going on this. I'm, I'm, I'm making one right now. So God has been giving me different scriptures to put on this one. Do you understand that? Like, it's different times, different seasons. God can speak through his word. It doesn't always have to be the same word. There are some scriptures on there, though, that I've, I've said all my Christian walk. But so many different ones. So there, it's a new season, and the word of God... Uh, when it gets on the inside of you, changes your life. Now, in, in Job twenty two twenty eight, it says, you shall decree a thing and it shall be established for you and the light shall shine upon your ways. Like a decree is irrefutable. It's impossible to deny it. A decree means to legislate, to bring something into order, to structure something. So if you want to bring something into order in your life, you need to decree Change the way you're speaking about that specific thing. And, and not just once. Doing something uh, good one time does not produce long-lasting good results. It needs to be done over and over. And like med meditate actually means to mutter, to mutter over and over. Mutter, mutter, mutter. But, but it is. It's, it's muttering and it's muttering and it's getting the word of God in you and it's thinking about it. There'll be sometimes during the day when, and it's happened so much uh, this last week, with that specific scripture just keeps coming back. And then I start thinking of Psalm 1, and I'm thinking, oh, that's amazing. Like I'm like a tree by the rivers of water, and I'm getting, I'm getting nourishment because I'm close to God, the Holy Spirit. I'm getting nourished. I'm going to be fruitful. These things. So I start praying those things. I start seeing those things. I start picturing those things. If I go to Psalm 1, I've drawn a little tree by the rivers of water. Yeah, it, because this is what happens. It's just it's exciting. I love it. It's exciting. So we declare things over and over again. So that's the first one, is to meditate on the Word of God. And the set, my second point is um, voice activated. So we know about voice activation. I mean, if you've got an iPhone, 
Her name is Siri. We're like, you know, it is. And, and we can use Siri to send a text. We can, uh, like, put appointments in, reminders, whatever it is. I don't know what the name of the Samsung one is. Tell me. Has it got one? Alexa. Oh, that's a nice name. Well, Alexa. So, <laughs> so, so Alexa. So it'll be like Alexa. You know, put a reminder. But, but do you see, like, until you actually say Alexa and then ask what you want, Nothing happens with Alexa. Alexa just stays in the phone. Same with Siri. She's the same. She stays in the phone unless it's voice activated. And this started like, this has been since day dot, like really. In Genesis 1-3, then God said, let there be light. And there was light. So did he like think it? No, he said it. God said let there be light, and there was light. See, God created the heavens and the earth. He spoke them into being. He created it. It's a creative force. Your voice activates your world. Your voice, your world. It's the power of the spoken word and the word of God. Like about 14 years ago, I had a dream that I was in massive chains. I had chains around my neck, around my arms, around my whole body, and I knew it was debt uh, because it had a big sign on it saying debt. God really wanted me to get this one. I was a prisoner. I was a prisoner to debt. I was a prisoner to debt. And I had to be free from debt to live the life that God wanted for me. I had to be free. And I got in that dream Romans 13, 8, which said, it says, no, owe no one anything except to love one another. Owe no one anything except to love one another. And I, I just started to learn that. I mean, it was a bit of a nightmare, that dream. But I woke up, and I was filled with faith. I was filled with hope, expectation that one day I was going to be free. If God showed me, he's also got the answer. He's got the answer. He gave me the scripture, and I knew I had to be voice activated. I had to say, Owe no one anything except to love one another. So and at that time, I had thousands and thousands uh, of uh, dollars of debt. I had a mortgage, investment properties, a car loan, a credit, credit card, store cards. Uh, so yeah, I was definitely a prisoner and chained to debt at that time. But there's a few things that I had to do, not only to get voice activated, I had to actually uh, do some things practically. So the first one was to stop living beyond my means. So when I was shopping, <laughs> if it wasn't in the budget, I would, I would think of that scripture. I learned all these scriptures off by heart so that I could be out and know, like, oh, no man, anything except to love one another. So I'm thinking, like, no, it's not in the budget. Oh, no man, anything. Like, uh, so the next one was I needed to change my mindset because it wasn't just that I was bound by debt and a prisoner to debt. I needed to change my mindset because... God wants us to prosper. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. Prosper in all things, he says. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, even as your soul prospers. So whenever I, I, so I would say that one over and over, and I mean it over and over. At that time, sometimes I used to say it you know, 40, 50, 100 times a day because I needed it. Because I, even when I said it, and that's why I talked about it doesn't matter how you feel, because I didn't feel like that was actually even true. But 
over and over and over again. The other one that I used to say is the blessing of the Lord brings wealth and he adds no sorrow to it. I used to even have trouble saying the word wealth because I thought I'm never going to be wealthy. The blessing of the Lord brings wealth and he adds no sorrow to it. That God doesn't give and taketh away. You know, <laughs> do you get what I mean? It has no sorrow to it. So these are all the ones, you know, and you shall remember the Lord, your God. For it is he that gives you the power to create wealth. So all these scriptures, whenever I had thought like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm never going to get out of debt, I had to get my voice happening. And it wasn't just thinking about it, I would speak it. Because, you know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And there is nothing like hearing your own voice say it. Nothing. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So those scriptures were my finance scriptures. One to stop me from spending and living beyond my means, the others to change my mind. To really, I had to get over that. And one of the greatest things that I did during this time was I, I never missed a prayer meeting. And I never have missed a prayer meeting unless I've been on holiday. Prayer is, uh, it's not like, I'm talking about corporate prayer. I pray at home, that's, that's fine. But there is something about a spirit of prayer. As Pastor John spoke about earlier, uh, if you were here this morning, there is a spirit spirit of prayer that gets on you, that I feel the authority when I use my voice. I feel the authority when I pray God's word. And it comes out of a spirit of prayer and being around people like Pastor John, like mentors us. And by the way, just so that you know, just in case you don't, we've got prayer on site Wednesday, this Wednesday morning, first Wednesday of every month from 6am to 7. And you might think, oh, that's too early. Like, really? Do you really want to prosper in your life? Do you really want to get some help with that relationship? Do you really want to know your purpose? Do you really want to know these things that you've been complaining about or whatever? Yeah, don't even. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six, eight, one hour, 6 a.m. to 7 and it's crazy, but I, I love prayer, and I love being around praying, and I love it when Pastor John will lead us in prayer, and it's getting that spirit, but it's getting how to pray, because he'll lead us in, our, in a quiet time for the first half hour, and then how to pray. And there I would, I would pray, and then when we pray for finances, I'd get my scriptures out. I didn't have to get them out because they were in here, but I would say them over and over again, and I, I would learn others, and I'm thinking, man, I can, I, I'm feeling. And over time... Over time, things changed. But it took, it took time. And it took hard work. Hard work in lots of different ways, practical ways, but in declaration ways. I mean, I had, I had, that was one of my things. You should have seen my one back then. I had like three different ones on the wall, scriptures, pictures, all sorts of things to get it in my head that God loved me, that he wanted the best for me. He doesn't want me to live like a pauper chained to debt. No, he wants the best for you too. So, uh, yeah, it took that, it took declarations, and it took changed habits. But I cleared all my personal debt first, and then I paid my house out. It was just, it was nuts. I would never have thought that I could have even done that at that time. But that's the power of the Word of God. And, you know, even though it didn't happen overnight, uh, it did happen, though. No. Anyway, I learned a major lesson on how to handle my money with wisdom because some things are, are more about the management of 
of how you manage your finances or how you manage your relationships or how you manage whatever area it is. Some, some things, it's, it's not all, like once I actually got all those in order as well, a budget and actually stuck to it, those sorts of things, you know, and it was stopping spending more than I earned, as I, I mentioned before, and that it's not all up to God to get me out of a mess that I chose to get myself in because of a lack of wisdom. You know, sometimes we can blame God for things that it wasn't him, <laughs> it was me. But he gives us the tools and we can activate our voice. We can do that. We can activate our voice. Wow. So those are my two points now. So like meditate on the word of God. Get passionate about the word of God. I love my Bible. I love it. I love my Bible every day. Like it's on a particular seat. And it's there, and I have this little table thing where I have my cup of tea, not coffee, as you know, like, but now I've, I've, I've progressed to herbal tea instead of hot water. So I have my cup of tea there, and I just love reading the Word. I feel like I'm getting fed, just like eating you know, breakfast, lunch, and tea. I mean, we, would, we wouldn't even think about missing a meal, but there is no way that I would want to miss my time in the Word of God because that feeds me more than anything else spiritually the word of God. So, God bless you. You, you, you. Like it's, you know, words are full of power. They can heal. Uh, they can also wound. They can minister life. They can minister death. They can encourage. They can discourage. They can build up. They can tear down. Relationships fall apart by words. People lose jobs over words. People have insecurity and a poor self-image over words that have been spoken over them. Words are containers of power. And I, I saw this one day, you know, when I think of words of containers, I saw it like on a conveyor belt, all these different words. And the thing is, I could choose the containers that I was going to take, though. So choose your containers. Choose words with power. Choose the word of God. Choose positive words. Choose words that speak life. Speak life. So meditate on the word of God and activate your voice. Get it happening. So, you know, I want you to just, over this next week, find a scripture, whether you might already have it already, a scripture for something that you want to change in your life. Even one, one scripture, write it down, memorize it, prophesy that into that area, prophesy it, speak it out, pray it, do it, come to the prayer meeting, study the word of God, whatever it is, be in the word, be passionate about the word, God loves you, be passionate about him. And that's where I've learned the most about God is in his word. So oh, isn't that good? So let me pray for you. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I thank you, Lord, for every person here. I thank you, Lord, you see them and you know them. And you know the areas of change and transformation coming into their lives. Father, I pray that you would give them a scripture, Father, your word, Father, that is power and light. Your word is powerful and living and sharper than any two-edged sword, Father, that it will pierce their hearts, Father, to bring change, but it will cut off anything that needs to be cut off. I thank you, Lord, for your word that brings life. And Lord, as they have that scripture and speak it and activate their voice and meditate on it and mutter it and, and put it up in their fridge or whatever they do with it, Father, I just thank you, Lord, that you will transform them. In Jesus' mighty name, and everyone said, Amen. Amen. God is so good.